Welcome back, back to As the Rotor Turns. As the Rotor Turns. Are you just going to play Repeater the whole night? Are we playing Repeater the whole night? Are we playing Repeater the whole night? <laughs> Y'all think I'm messed up. Come on now. <laughs> oh my god. This is uh, going to be the shenanigans tonight. We got, uh, you know, this is just my opinion. Me too. That being Carlos and... Trish. I love you. I love you. It's very beautiful. Well, thank you. I think you're very you're handsome. You're not showing moderation right now. But... Sure, I am. Well, I this know. is my first one. <laughs> well, okay. Rookie. <laughs> 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 hey, you got you know I'm Patricio. Still on number one. I'm the I'm the wheels of steel. Yeah. <laughs> Bring you that quiet storm <laughs> from 6:30 to whenever the fuck Carlos wants to go home. This is baby making music. <laughs> I'm the quiet storm. Hey, you have a? Do you have a a? Um, like a playlist on uh, this, like labeled yes, baby making <laughs> it, it, or fuck. It's actually hold on. It's funny you mentioned that because I haven't pulled this playlist out in a while. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I'm making babies. Well, no, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the 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 lady in my life doesn't like a certain artist that I have oh. on the playlist Is because that R. Kelly. No, oh. close. Really? So, what, what big hip hop? Uh, not hip hop, like R and B singer from the 90s comes to mind when uh that, that a woman would not like well genuine? well uh, genuinely genuinely women would love this artist boys to men no i said artist so it's a ralph, single artist ralph trez what is his name i don't know what you're saying over there ralph trez band or trez something like i don't remember. give me the song it's um it's uh keith sweat Oh, oh, I love Keith man. Sweat. I do I love, love, man, you make you could do some fucking some Keith Sweat. That's true. You, I get, <laughs> you get some grooving going to it, man. <laughs> so Keith Sweat. Yeah, yeah. So my, my playlist is called The Chill. And, it, <laughs> and it's got some uh, genuine, it's got some LL Cool J, oh. some Silk, some Childish Gambino, some Usher. And I can't play this uh, playlist anymore because of a video that I showed my girlfriend. Oh no! Of uh, me at a Keith Sweat concert. Oh, another girl. What were you there. doing with a girl? Well, at that time, at the at allegedly at that time, <laughs> I was I was seeing someone, and we got front row floor seats to Keith to see Keith wow. Sweat. And at one point during the concert, he starts serenading her. He starts singing uh, "Your Body." Mm-hmm. Oh man! And I, I yeah. record the entire thing, and of course, like yeah. you know, she, she busts a nut while sweating. <laughs> you know, as yeah. she should. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, 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 I'm a huge R&B fan. You know, here's me a Keith Sweat, and then oh, who's that girl? Yeah, uh, and that's when Patricio fucked up. I, why? Know, that's why my cousin. That's my cousin in a cute sweat Oh, you know, you gotta have some cousins, man, with you. For real. For full disclosure, I do have one labeled fuck on there. You see that? I got to Hold on. I'm clicking on it, and I want to see who you got. You got, okay, you got some Jodeci. Hell yeah. yeah. you know. Okay, we got some LL Cool J, some Silk, some Boys to Men. Your playlist is longer than mine, bro. Oh, well, I do some fucking. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) One, dude, you got a lot of 112 on here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Okay, Drew Hill, you have to be. You got to make some babies with some Drew Hill. Oh, you know it. You know what's cool about Drew Hill? I uh, I pulled that dude from the bottom of the uh, wave pool at uh, at a Wet and Wild. Wet and Wild? Uh, Watermania, sorry. Water Are you Mania. talking about the theme park or what you did to her? No, the theme park, <laughs> yeah. So the dude was, uh, they would they would have uh, these concerts on the, remember the stage up yep. there that, on the wave pool? Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, what is it? You know, when when people say "Make America Great Again," that's what I think of, like the the, uh, the concerts at Wet and Wild. Yeah, 
So, oh, water mania is what me and water mania. Yeah, that's where that's like the ghetto wet and wild. It was. Yeah. <laughs> when and, when uh, wet and wild was full, you went down to Kissimmee. And you yeah, went to water mania. Yeah, yeah and uh, so yeah, that dude, they he jumped in the wave pool, and then they, the people started pulling him down. And I was a diver underneath. They would have us diving underneath all the people that were there for the concert, and so, which was a good view most of the time. But yeah, you see, all you see is is like silver hair, uh, little skinny black man just being just come all the way down, and he basically almost just landed on me. So I was like grabbed him and <laughs> took him out. That's some funny shit, man. Brought some memories back. Trish worked there. Like it, that that job is the Kevin Bacon of of EMS jobs. So <laughs> yeah, so water mania. That's true. Do you feel like it's a rite of passage to work at a water theme park or be a lifeguard at either at the beach or a theme park itself? You man, I guess. I don't know. I guess Probably. if you live in Florida it is. <laughs> you know. Oh shit, I didn't even finish the, the uh disclaimer thing here. So yeah, so is that uh, not the opinion of the rescue company one or uh you know anybody that hires us, which we're for hired. We're very we professional are. when we show up. We don't talk about any of this shit. They have business cards. And, yeah, <laughs> and everything. <laughs> um and uh you know, um if I say something that offends you, well well turn, turn the shit off. off. So nah. But also back. give a like and share. Yes, please. Uh, at least do you know like uh, the Apple? Uh, I've been we've been getting a lot of five stars. That's awesome. That yeah, is awesome. a lot of people get com- uh, comments and shit. And they go, Jamie's ass. Jamie's ass is here. <laughs> Everybody can see. I'm uh, I'm pulling it up. There's Your like hair a, looks beautiful today. Jamie looks beautiful all around. You know, there's like uh, <laughs> there is a. Uh, I think there's a comment about Jamie's ass on one of those Apple podcast things. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but uh, there, there's yeah. a comment about your ass on there, one there, of the Apple. Yeah, there's um, a Facebook. Podcast. There's a Facebook page of uh, on your Just, ass. So congratulations, yeah. you got five stars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes, you're, ma'am. you're getting you're getting like a thousand downloads every every week. <laughs> it, it, it's a very yeah. cheeky page. It's a very cheeky page. <laughs> oh my god! So, <laughs> so uh, Justin said he's downloading something on his computer, so he'll be on here in a minute or so, and then uh, we'll have a couple guests coming on tonight. You want to talk about my baby? So, and Trish is holding a baby. And for there. real, I'm gonna put her up on the big screen. Stand by. Yeah. So <laughs> that's one way of shutting up a baby. So you look, <laughs> you're I think lo- he's joking. You're looking at a baby that's going to be going to Haiti, actually. <laughs> uh, all, all, all cool things. So this is actually uh, our, our friends from World Point, Miss Claudia, sent us out uh, a bunch of uh, CPR stuff that, yeah. uh, that uh, is going to go to Haiti for them to, like, you know, uh, they train. train and do EMS stuff. We send a lot of things out there. So, yeah. Uh, we do appreciate it. So we thought Trish thought she would bring a baby on because she wants to carry it. And uh, yes, I like carrying babies. Well, you know, I just don't want you to look like a crazy lady, like <laughs> that carries around like a fake baby and shit. But when she gets put in the when she gets her two minutes, does the baby get two minutes, or does the baby replace her? Well, I don't think we should punish the fake baby for Trish doing shit. You Fair. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's ridiculous. That, 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 I mean, it's not the baby's fault. <laughs> so, and then uh, you know, so. A lot of a lots to talk about tonight. Once we get our our couple, we got one. We got one hell of a guest tonight, and that's definitely not Justin because he's a degenerate. <laughs> and uh, you know, Mr. Tony Rento will be on tonight. We're gonna get him on the uh, connector here. So is he on? Is he? Hey, so scheduling conflicts happen, and you yeah, know, yeah. You know, think, you know, we we work through them. We yeah, were yeah. we we accommodate for whoever comes on the show. <laughs> anyone who's in studio, 
Yeah. No, man, you're doing a it's an awesome job, man. I'm telling you. And dude, uh, I'm always appreciative, like the, the the fact that you've given me the opportunity and the fact that you almost didn't go to that baby shower. Oh, I know. <laughs> I fucking uh, did you listen to that show the other day for uh uh man, I'm gonna tell you, I was I was telling them I was I was still angry as I tell the baby going to the baby shower story. <laughs> like we both had struggles that day. I mean, how does you I, didn't want to go, my girl didn't want to go. <laughs> When they like man start going to baby showers, but hmm. hey, we do have a commercial to play real quick. If you have that up, oh yeah, let me pull that up. Stand by. So, because uh, I'm drinking a delicious Pap Blue Ribbon beer, not an official sponsor, but they're they're my sponsor. Did you email them when I? <laughs> I did. Okay. Yeah, and you know what? They they can sue us. We we'll keep mentioning their name if they want, but I'm still gonna drink. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I love this beer, and nothing says America like Pap Blue Ribbon. I, you, know? be, you and my friend Don. Uh, and this is what I'm excited about. Like, we're, we have to reschedule our, our little shooting event. You two are going to fall in love with each other. going to be best friends like uh, oh. uh, stepbrothers. Oh, yeah? <laughs> because he has <laughs> karate all, in the garage. all the blue ribbon stuff that you will – Oh. That you're just going to fall in love with. I was working with his uh, with uh, another nurse last night in the, on the helicopter. Uh, and uh, uh, I call it home record because he's funny shit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, as the rotor turns, he's part of the whole, like, how we name it. Yeah. You know, what we came up. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And she, uh, she's a PBR fan. So, but she, we found the PBR store online. Oh, really? Shit. Yeah, with all kinds of PBR paraphernalia. I was very angry why I don't have some of these things in my house. You know, my buddy Don has the uh, the sur- uh, surfboard. No shit. Yeah, that's that's some cool shit. He's got some cool shit, and I'm pulling up the. Uh... Why don't I have a PBR surfboard? Because I didn't know there was such a thing. No, well, I think you should drive a little bit. Harder. Due diligence. Clearly. Yeah. Two minutes. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jack. What kind of beer do you like? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Jack just kicked in. So, yeah, my apologies on that one. Was oh. that a giant cup of Jack you were drinking a second ago? There, yo, I ch- I kind of chugged it when uh when a- I mean, what's your name? <laughs> Jamie. 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 Yeah. Sorry, I was yeah, called her. Ass I camp. need moderation. Yeah. No, this is pretty good. We're gonna get Patricia <laughs> fucked up. Patricia <laughs> fucked up was funny because I was listening to the podcast the other day when we got him drunk at his own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then we took them over to Moose to for Moose Lodge steaks. Oh yeah, that was oh, delicious. Jesus Christ, those that was awesome. that was a great time. Those like some awesome. of the, one of the best cheap steaks I've ever had. Oh, those yeah. are delicious, man. All right, so um, well, uh, I got it pulled up. Okay, uh, hit it. And uh, you want to give it a little intro to what we have right here? So, so we probably, if I was to commission a a Pabst Blue Ribbon commercial, you you would you would say this is the commercial. This is, let me let me tell you this. This is Dennis Hopper on this. Thing. I know. I saw it. Like, and I'm a Dennis Hopper fan. He was yeah. Koopa in Mario Brother movie. Oh yeah, yeah. He Mario was also Brothers in Speed. Man, listen, Speed. I would. I love. I like Speed. Speed's a good movie. But I would say <laughs> I didn't know it's probably. I know. <laughs> it's probably one of Dennis Hopper's is like not greatest movies. You know what I mean? You're talking about a man that was in like uh, uh name the great greatest Dennis Hopper role ever. Ah, oh, I just did uh, Koopa in uh, Super Come Mario on, Brothers. Man, you can't do that, man. You cannot do that, man. <laughs> no, I, I feel like the the the, uh, the 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 acting that Dennis Hopper gave in Speed was like, oh, the fucking check cleared. All right, let's do it. I mean, he was great in it. Like, I mean, anything that man ever does, he's great. Like, uh, but man, come on, man, you gotta know. This is the role, man. This is the role. <laughs> he's got the Godfather in that role. He does. Like uh uh in the name of the movie? No. Can you name the movie? I can't. Man, Apocalypse Now. 
Oh, oh shit, Marlon Brando. Fuck. Yeah, dude. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll see myself out. I'm sorry yeah, for, for, for forgetting that one. Mr. I'm sorry, Mr. Hopper. <laughs> but I loved him. Remember when he did the referee commercials uh, oh, for Nike? Dude. Oh. <laughs> that, takes, that takes me back now. Okay, and, and, I gotta reevaluate and, my my Dennis Hopper like, appreciation. Uh, where he's doing the, where he's doing the. Oh, oh okay. Are we gonna have this? Okay, fine. Let me let me take out. Uh, I just had a sip. That's still <laughs> like. Up, uh, we got some of the guests here. Let me say. Oh. Uh, uh, I'm backstage waiting to be. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, Tony, I do see you. We're gonna okay. play the commercial and then we're gonna bring you in. Copy. Yeah. So let's. Uh, let's everybody, shout out Mr. Hopper. Ooh. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Love you. I love you. Cheers. Cheers. Like you're, you, the, the, there was nothing in your hand. Well, we'll drink hers. <laughs> all right. So, it's all about um, here we go. We're going to play the, uh, the, com- the commercial. Yeah. If, <laughs> if Carlos were given the money and the authority to, he would commission to make this commercial Absolutely. a reality. What kind of beer do you like? Heineken. Heineken? Fuck that shit. Pabst Blue Ribbon! I've got Pabst Blue Have you tried the coffee one? Damn because right. Heineken is for pussies. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, it's German. I just said that. I don't think anything about Germany is pussy. Just, uh, just, just, just for the record. That's because you like German pussy. Right I do. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you got German pussy at home. Oh, we lost Tony. Oh, Uh-oh. shit. Uh, Come Tony, back, Tony. Tony, just refresh it. Uh, in the meantime. How was uh, how was your week, man? Uh, it's been a weird week, man. What, what was the worst part about your week, man? You know, I, I didn't have a worst part because I think we've we've mentioned this before on the podcast that if I'm ever sucking dick at a bus station, that's a bad day, and I didn't have that this week, so I'm still winning. You know I said I, I made that comment to uh, <laughs> some people this week, and I got the worst response. Really? Ever. Was yeah. that? I was I was hanging out with some people that I normally don't hang out with because they were a lot younger than me, and this was at a very very nice studio that's kind of universal in a sense. <laughs> 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 and they were talking about their bad days, and I'm talking to this kid about his life, and I'm like, well, at least you're not sucking dick in a bus stop for money. For money, yeah. And like, because some people like to do that for fun, and if that's your hobby, then great. Hey, I am glad you're living your life to the best to the fullest. Oh no, I have I offended like six people right there. How? (laughs) Because they were like, "Well, you don't know their situation. You don't know this. You don't know that." And I'm like, Uh, "Do you know?" I had to stop. I'm like, "Have you sucked dick at a bus stop for money?" What do they say? And I swear to you, I I, you would have heard a cricket fart (laughs) at that point because. They didn't even want to. Re- they didn't want to even respond to the question. Oh, and yeah, man. I might have pissed off a few people, but hey. So my know. question for those people are: is like, have they ever met anybody that's done that? Because, I mean, maybe allegedly we have. <laughs> oh man, I, yeah, I've met a couple. Yeah, I think maybe, we should do like a sip of Pat's every time we say the word allegedly. Allegedly, oh, we have, you know, provided care for some of those people. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> like did you break Tony Rod? Did you did he refresh? Is he out there? So it's funny there that, that uh, Hi, I, we have Tony and we have I, I'm gonna Justin say Harley. Well, Justin is not going by the name Justin. What's he going by? He's going by Big Dick Rick. 
he's one percent Ugandan. Ugandan. <laughs> So, ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, children of all ages, we welcome to the studio. We have Tony Renta and Big Dick Ray. He is such an idiot. Officially, the dumbest man we have that works here. I can't get rid of him though. He's under he's under a grant. I got him through a grant. I've bought a human being before, and he's a man. I, I never knew a grant would be associated with community service. <laughs> hey, Mr. Tony, man, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, though. Can you hear us? Is he there? What's up, man? Tony. How are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah oh, absolutely. Man. Tony, yeah, man, I, I, you, I am I am so happy that you be that you would come on this uh, shenanigans that we have on here. <laughs> a very attractive man, sir. I, I'm telling you, man. Like the dude, he's he's handsome. Probably That's the smart. smartest guy you've ever talked to. This guy right here. Yeah, Tony this guy right, right here. <laughs> fucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This guy fucks, bro. And, and like, I'm gonna tell you, man. Tony, he does our stroke class for us. The stroke class. Our stroke class. Yeah. yeah. The stroke class. Yeah. Like I'm you know, sure. like, that's stroke, what you think. Yeah. Stroke I've, heard, I've heard yeah. that's a very long and hard, arduous brain uh, brain stroke. Yeah, brain stroke. Brain I'm gonna stroke. tell you this, dude. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, that's where most guys have it. I've I've turkey. I've taken this. Uh, <laughs> I've taken this class put on by the University of Miami like multiple times, like a bunch of times. I've done the instructor thing. The day that Tony taught it, man, I was wor- I was hanging on every word he said. It, it is just it, it's a skill that, that this gentleman has to teach, and it's unbelievable, man. And oh. then uh, and then I watched him on the news. Like uh, he was on the news. How long ago was that, Tony? A few, just a few weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, that was like a, a month ago. A month ago, I had everybody. In the uh, in the at the helicopter watching it, and the pilot goes, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The pilot go, the pilot's watching, it and he goes, you know, I'm gonna send my wife to go get CPR from that guy. <laughs> so you had mentioned yeah. about Tony being on TV. We also have another person in the comments that has been on TV for quite a while. Who's that, Mr. Doctor uh, Doctor Abo? Doctor oh, Ben Abo. He is so handsome. He is saying right there, hello, <laughs> hello. And a quick shout out to Miguel Delgado saying, "All right, peeps, yeah, playful." We got one of Miguel's people allegedly listening in right now. She's hiding in the corner. She doesn't want everybody in there. Yeah, Miguel, you should message the person who's who's here in studio. Allegedly, allegedly here in studio to to allegedly jump on the mic. Cheers. So she says, "Hell no." But uh, before we get to uh, Tony's story, because Tony's story is amazing, man. I'm I'm gonna tell you, man. It, It is. He is one of the most inspirational dudes ever to uh, walk this earth, and I, I will I will fight anybody that says that. That says that, that, that says that says that says it as something against that. Sorry, baby, I've had a couple PBRs already. And uh, but however, we want to get to Big Dick Rick real quick because well, Big Dick Rick uh, got a little flat and has jumped off. The He's line. a little flustered. Oh, is he? It's not oh, Big Dick anymore. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry to hear <laughs> a little that. Little Dick. Yeah, so flaccid Dick. <laughs> Uh, bringing Justin on today because you know the other day I had a dream. Uh, we were teaching. I couldn't sleep, man, and I had this this, this thought woke me up. And uh, me and Justin have these talks about the vaccine and stuff back and forth all the time. And uh, and Justin has uh, uh, I think Justin has such a unique look at you know I was, he's he's not a vaccine guy, but Justin has a unique. Uh, presentation why he doesn't get it and i think that uh having him on is uh is important because this is the thing uh in full disclosure i've got my vaccine same, same. 
and, and, uh, and, and you know, I'm, I, I don't have a problem with getting it, but I do have, a. am ready for my booster. Yes. Uh, I'm going to get a booster too. And me and Dr. Like Abo talk about this all the time. The problem that I have it, uh, with certain things is this. You sh- people, we live in a country where people have the rights to choose what and what not to get. You see what I'm saying? America. Yeah. And, and like where people, people disrespect other people's rights to want to, um, you know, you know, people, some people just, hey, I don't want to get it. You, you shouldn't make me get it. You shouldn't shame me into getting it. Well, I feel so, that like the, the uh, I'm sorry. I, I, no, no, go ahead. I feel that like when people disrespect other people's rights is because their ignorance and their Absolutely. blindness uh, doesn't want to in a sense, either compromise or accept their train of thought. You know, all men are created equally. You know, we, we, uh, we're built on a country built on a, how to call it, it's a melting pot of people, melting pot yeah. of cultures. And we, we, wow, I am drunk. I am sorry. Take back everything that I said. <laughs> no worries. America, get your vaccination. You know, listen, man, I, I, I think that we need to respect other people's ability to make decisions, regardless of how we think how stupid we think it, their decision is and all that stuff. And, you know, I don't know if you want to comment on that, Tony, or anything like like that. How do you feel about the vaccine? Yes. Big, good question. Is he there? Hello? Hello? Tony. Can you hear He's him? frozen. He froze. You see, this is why you should go to a Spectrum uh, Wi-Fi because AT&T and uh, we don't CenturyLink. Have, we don't have AT&T and... It, we don't have, we don't have AT&T or Century. We have Spectrum. Oh wait a second. Oh, he joined us on another link. Stand by, Tony. Oh, I see you. I see you. Stand by. <laughs> there he is. There oh. you are. Hey Tony, we were, I, fro- I, really heard, I but... froze. Yeah. Man, I was just <laughs> Tony, about to your... go in on what you were just saying. So here's my downfall to yeah. the vaccine. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Yep. yep. Okay, so, so here's my downfall to the vaccine side, to, to piece onto what you just said, right? It's everyone's right. That's fine. The problem is, is somewhere along the lines, this just became agenda-driven like everything else. It, it yeah, became agenda-driven, right? It, and yes. it becomes, in retrospect, every aspect of this becomes the highest bidder. So the most money makes it to the front line, and you buy column inches and airtime. And that is what everyone looks at. And if you don't go deeper and investigate something beyond it, you'll ultimately go with whatever the movement is at the time. Again, everyone can take their pick. But, you know, when you see people in healthcare saying, oh, if you're on your deathbed and you're not vaccinated, I'm not going to have any pity on you. Like, that's, bullshit. that's not true. We the, still do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, you, you do. You do. What I'm saying is you can see by way of social media, and I'll call it the keyboard warrior mentality, people are making comments that I won't be surprised if their upper echelon management starts to do away with them, right? Because we know that corporate looks at the way that we treat our social media, and I think there's yeah. some things that are being said out there that these people would not say in front of a patient. They'll say Uh-oh, it online. Man. You know, and here's the other thing. People continue. People continue to say we're short on nurses. You know, we're burnt out. I'm sorry, but I'm calling. I'm calling BS on it. Let me tell you what you're short on. You're short on management and leadership. (laughs) Failing your nursing 
force. Because when Tony, you I pay $5,000 a week to a traveler, you slap, slap your staff nurse in the face. Garbage. You don't have a shortage of nurses. What there you, you have is a failed administration. Oh, oh Tony, you were oh, right, man, in, the right in the middle of it. Of it. And I loved all of it. I know, for real. Like, that was giving me, like, uh, <laughs> I'm a, telling you, man. That was giving me a COVID donor right there. Let me tell you, oh, man, if you bring him back, man. Oh, because get him back. I'm going to tell you, this is the most enlightened individual you'll ever meet in your whole entire life. And he's back. There you are. Hey, Tony, go ahead. Sorry, man. We lost you in the middle of I'm that. Back. And you're, you're all yeah. right. I'm back. Everything I'm you're done. saying is true. Yeah, go ahead, Tony. But that's what's happening. I keep getting people. I mean, we get people that filter through every day, and they're like, oh, we're burnt out. And I get it. I get it. You're not going to be able to tell a fireman medic about being burnt out, right? Luckily, yeah. you don't get mandatory. Imagine ending up with 18, 20 transports, and at 730 in the morning, you're a zombie, and you get told, you're not going to you home. You're stay. not going home. I got another 24 for you. You ready for yeah. another ride on the merry-go-round, right? So I get it that this workforce is there and, and is burnt out. But let me tell you the two things that COVID taught us about the nursing industry. Number one, it took a pandemic to pay a nurse what they're worth. Number two, your administration failed you. Yeah, man, I'm All telling true. you. It's the most enlightened individual I've ever talked to because, you know. I this feel is, like him and I have the same opinion. This is the thing with that, that I think it, that, 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 where people, Tony, and I'm not kissing Tony's ass. I'm telling you the truth about this. It's like this is this is the chief that people missed on. So I'm, Tony's the fire chief. People missed on, and I tell people all the time. I go, they fucked up. Uh, and I've told every Orange County fucking chief that that I know that is like, this is the guy they missed on. I said, this man would have taken your this if if Orange County Fire Department was ever had the opportunity to take over the city of Orlando and be a metro fire department. <laughs> <laughs> they missed out on the fucking guy that could do it. So real quick, because I know Big Dick Rick is on the uh, on the green room. Uh, yeah. Big Dick Rick, you need to make sure that you allow uh, the computer access to not only your camera, but also your microphone, because it says that devices are not connected. So if you want to refresh and make sure that your cam and mic are added to the stream, you should be able to uh, to pop in with us. So, hey, Tony, you know, like, I want to get into your story, man, because I think it's one of those most, the most unique hey, things. Hey, we lost Tony again. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, when Tony comes back, we got to get to to his, uh, like, story. Oh, no, totally. Uh, yeah. Is Big Dick on there, though? No. Uh, it's a big booty. The, 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 no, Big Dick is uh, just has to access his uh, his microphone and his cool. uh, his thingy. His thingy. camera. He's got his thingy already. Yeah, in his yeah, hand. yeah. <laughs> I see. I see you, Big Rick, but yeah. I don't see you. That's yeah. the thing. So if you want to refresh and then make refresh. sure that your uh, your microphone and your camera are on to allow access to Streamyard, we should be good to go. Um, Is Tony back? No, we're uh, we're still waiting on him, but we do have Trisha back, so I'll put her back in the stream on that one. Oh yeah, hello. Baby. Hi. Hi. Um, you know, man, like, can you? Did you see? Like that's that's like not even five minutes, and I told you your life was gonna be different tonight when you talk to this guy, dude. I mean his his view on that is 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 one hundred percent on point. I, I feel know. like my opinion. Now here's the thing: I don't work in the medical field. I do. I don't. <laughs> I am not a medical profession. I, no, I don't. But do you've what had you bad bosses, do. though. Yeah, I do. You've been true. You've been undervalued in what you do before, right? Oh, one hundred percent. Yes. 
you, you know, you've, you've been undervalued. You've been like not treated the way you're supposed to be treated. And, and like, I'm going to tell you, man, like, fuck, man. Like, I, 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 there's so many different ways I could go on that, Patricia. But check, check this out. Like, imagine a person that goes like that's that's glad you're the person there. That's a giant booty right there, right there for you, fam. So you're the dude that people want to have at the bedside mm-hmm. and not get paid what you're worth. You see, that, that that's the thing. Like, uh, I'm valued as a paralegal because of the uh, because of what I'm able to do uh, when it comes to family and criminal cases. Uh, but no, no, absolutely right. If, you, if you're not if you're not valued, then you're going to go somewhere else. You're going to you're going to leave where you're at. Yeah, and, and that business or that practice is going to suffer. Is, is going to suffer. And we do have Big Tony Red. I mean, uh, Tony back on the hey, uh, Tony. There, sorry, man. Like, yep. we're, we're working out the books. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, I'm it just... might it might be my Wi-Fi. So I pulled out my laptop. If I disconnect again, then I'm going to go on my laptop instead. Right now, I'm through the iPad, so it might be an issue. Who knows? But either way, I mean, it's it's no big deal. I can always pull up on the uh, on the laptop as well. Tony, to tell tell the uh, people a little bit about you, man, and in your business, and like you know, like you know where you came from before you even started the business. That, it's it's so interesting where he comes from, man. It's just crazy. Go yeah, ahead, yeah. So uh, you know, it, you know, it's like anything. We all have our our peeves if you ever really want to piss me off tell me that you think that i'm lucky um that, that'll really get me going right? um, so i am born in the state of new york my grandmother has or my my mother's got four kids three dads um she gave up two of us uh, or she gave up all of us um but my grandmother raised me she passed away in 2014 god rest her soul and um and we lost him again it's got to be the the you think it's the Wi-Fi? Or no, I think it's the asses that keep coming in here and knocking out the, uh, uh, the signal. Yeah, really? yeah, a lot of booty though. It's a lot of booty uh, like orbiting. And what about Big Dick Rick? Do Is we he... need to? So Big Dick Rick, like I really want. I, I I feel like I would rather have him. Well, no, I I, I can't do, do we the. Need uh... to change it to like one of our hotspots. No, no, no. We're fine. Oh, it's it, our stream is fine. Uh, Tony, if you want, use your phone. If, if, and, and that's also to a big dick Rick. If you want to use the phone and use that as the uh, the point of communication for you guys to be on the stream, yeah, I'm not that drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure when it comes to, to you know a woman's perspective and they see gentlemen, they're like, yeah, I'm not that drunk. That's true, yeah, so. Cheers I'm not gonna yeah, cheers. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, allegedly. I'm not gonna argue. I'm not allegedly that drunk. So mm. while the boys are coming on and, and, and trying to do the thing, and um, you know, the, the Tony this morning said, Yeah, man, I got a scratchy throat and I don't want to put this on anybody just in case is the thing, you know, this is responsible. I was like, Man, that's cool, man. We'll we'll try to do the thing. No, and, and yeah, shout yesterday out to Tony. afternoon and, and, I got a scratchy throat and I freaked out. Yes, yeah, you did. We'll talk. It's on my notes. Well, it may be another show <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, baby, you got any announcements coming up oh. on things that uh, we, we may want to know and like people want to keep in, uh, in touch? Yeah. And again, man, like, you know, uh, a lot, I know a lot of people been watching and we got a shitload of downloads and, you know, uh, five stars and stuff like that. For real, like the numbers we are do appreciate beautiful. That. We appreciate that, you know, and that makes us, you know, be able to get out there and get the message out and stuff like that. And uh, people love Robbie. Of course they do. 
I, I'm telling you. Tony's back on. Should we just, we'll wait. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, no, yeah. I already, I already have the, well, oh, I mean, I can, I can take the banner off. Okay. okay so ahead. NDOC is um, October 22nd. Yep. Um, TNCC and PHTLS are October 27th and 28th. AMLS is the 26th and 27th. Difficult, I'm sorry, of October. Um, difficult Airway is October 25th. And the Air Medical Class is um, October 25th through the 30th. You didn't send me that and one. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yeah, it's in my sent email. Well, uh, I think you're too drunk. Maybe. So um, the other thing that I was going to say is um, the Echo Conference is in Fort Myers, and that is the end of September, like the 28th through October 2nd or 3rd, something like that. Um, But you can look at their website. Um, It's every coast helicopter organization and their conferences in Fort Myers this year. And yeah. we are helping out with um, a C's, cadaver lab. C's, C's, cadavers. And we're doing sweat and uh, hewitt. I'm going to do some shots right now. You can get food if you want, man. Okay. Or, or one of those. Whatever you want, man. Get whatever you want. But a single this time. Um, and, and, Don't uh, give him a single. Give him a triple. You know what people need uh, for the Echo Conference? Like This is like basically like a $50 conference. You come yep. to, you pay for your resort. You're gonna get all these CEs and all this other training for free, and well, I mean, you have to pay fifty dollars, but that yeah, is it's fifty bucks, pennies but, compared to every other conference. That and, we're and, aware you're, of. And, and, and like, it's the best conference I've been to. It's uh, by flight crews for flight crews, absolutely. And uh, these are the most amazing I mean, you human can, beings you've ever met. Uh, you out can there. come to the conference even if you're not a flight crew. If you want to be flight crew, then. I, I also don't know come, about that though, babe. I'm, I think I think you got to be flight crew to go. Correct. Yeah, you got to be flight crew to go, to go on it. So I'm pretty sure. Okay, I'll pretty text. Positive. I'll ask Jody. Yeah, and uh, and so, but Tony, go go back on, man. To keep going on your, uh, <laughs> you, you left at your grandma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my grandmother raised me and um, went through school, had a normal upbringing, or and uh, I was going to go into the Air Force, and uh, something just didn't click with me to to really commit to that. Um, so I ended up, uh, going to school. If you would have asked me when I turned 18, what was I going to do with the rest of my life? I was going to be a forensic accountant. That was my goal. I wanted to <laughs> do forensics. I wanted to figure out how people are stealing and investigate it. Um, so kind of like the criminal justice aspect. Um, so I got my two year degree in business administration and I was, um, transferring out of Valencia to UCF and, Everything wasn't electronic at the time, and so I had to do uh, pick up my transcript, take it over on my own, and I saw wow. a flyer for EMT school. For millennials, thought, that, that means for the millennials out there, you have to actually <laughs> drive to the school and then get paper. Yes, I yep. remember when we and had take to do it to that. the next school. Yes, <laughs> and it had, remember remember that. Hold on, remember the envelope had to have the seal. Yeah, had to have the seal. The envelope had to have that seal pressed in, or they it. wouldn't accept it. <laughs> yep. It was considered unofficial. You're right, Trish. It was considered oh, unofficial. <laughs> so I, um, I, I see this flyer and, uh, I didn't have the money for it. And my church was like, yeah, we'll sponsor you. So they put me through EMT school. I worked oh, wow. as an EMT for a year. And, um, one day I came into work and, uh, my shift was Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday on rural Metro Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, 4 PM to 5 AM. And it was a Monday morning, just finished my shift. And some people are saying bye to each other, but this isn't like you're, I'll, I'll catch you next shift. This is, yeah. I'm not going to see you again. 
And I was like, so I asked my partner, he's actually a Seminole County firefighter medic. His name's Jason Johnson. Shout out to him. But was, I'm was, like, uh, was I'm vitamin like, C graduation playing when all this was going down? <laughs> vitamin C was my graduation song. Shut your oh mouth. Oh my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. You know, I'm. So, I'm I'm pretty sure That's that uh, you, your boy works uh, over there with my, my, you know, my cousin's a Seminole County chief, which uh, we're throwing Seminole County shout outs out there. It, they call him Jelly because he's <laughs> he's soft like some jelly. They call him DJ Jelly. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, old Joe Herrera there. He's a, he's, a, he's a real cousin, blood cousin. Yeah. He's out there. He's a good chief. He's the man. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tony. Tony. <laughs> no, no, no. So we, um, so I was like, hey, what's the deal with those guys over there? They're like, oh, they got on with the fire department. And I'm like, that seems pretty cool. How do you do that? And they're like, oh, you put your interest card in. And I'm like, okay. So I put this interest card in and uh, I get a phone call. So at the time, the county had done a non-cert and the non-cert program was grant funded. And so ultimately it would put 30 people through EMT school. And then those 30 people would do fire school. And it funded exactly 30 people. That's what the dollars were for. Wow. Um, three people failed out. So me and two females got hired in. I had a government job in less than 30 days when you include polygraph, physical, everything. Holy shit. And um, they put us through fire school. I went through fire school, got my, uh, obviously I got a career job with the fire department, um, went through medic school and I just wanted to be a medic. I, I, to be honest with you, and I mean, I, I'll get ridiculed for it. I hated being a firefighter. Right. Fighting fires, two minutes of solid fun for the first unit and three hours of work for the rest of us. Oh, um, hey, Tony, <laughs> so you're, you're not going to you. get ridiculed here. Like, listen, man, I hate loading hose. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't. I love, I love loading hose. And, and like, Tony, I feel like you guys are talking about two different things. Yes. No. So like Tony, like. I, I listen, man. I, I I'm telling you, I I, I'm, I was a a 20 year rescue dude, man. Like I hate that shit. Yeah, you with me? I, I got you. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so I um so I, I end up getting my medic and I'm working. I'm enjoying you know doing the medic thing. And of course, um, uh, I was working with Lou Rivera and Lou Rivera had said to Marquez, oh, man. "Hey, man, you know I got this guy at my station and we're looking for an instructor, like a medic instructor." I think you should talk to him. So uh, we actually go, the first time I met Jay Marquez was in Vegas. <laughs> so we go on this trip and I'm with Marquez in Vegas, we're partying. And I remember saying, he'll tell you this, he can vouch for it. I said to him in the middle of a dance floor, bro, we were like rapping old school hip hop. And yeah. I said, I never tell you something, I never commit to something that I can't do. So if I'm telling you I'll do it, I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna put my best for you know foot you know foot forward to get the job done. So I get hired to Rescue Training Inc., which he was the director of at yes. the time. I do Man. a couple classes. Yep, I do. Yep, I do a couple <laughs> classes there. So what happened was I got hired as an adjunct, and the person who was the lead quit two weeks into it. So they hand me this class and said, "You're no longer the adjunct." We're going to need you to run with this. So I was the oh, clinical shit. instructor, the lab instructor, and the didactic instructor. That's a typical Marquez move, yeah, by the way. You just got Marquez. Hold on, Marquez. hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> he didn't do it. He didn't do it. 
it was literally the guy that was the lead was like, this ain't going to be for me. The money ain't right. I'm out. Man, this is some crazy thing, right? That's a crazy thing. But I committed to it. I committed to it. I'm like, I got you. I'll do it. I thought I was going to have a more relaxed role, but I'll do what you (laughs) asked me to do. Yeah. And so um, I did that class and then they handed me another one. And then I graduated that class and they handed me another one. And then I graduated that class. And of course, (laughs) he went on to do his own thing. Um, And so between that aspect of it um, and the, uh, you know, I had managed a nightclub for a few years. Seeing that aspect of it is what stemmed my company because I found that um, the courses for like American Heart are not a one size fits all. I'll give you an example. Let's just say two nurses graduate nursing school. They get ACLS together. One goes on to work in the ER. The other goes on to do case management. Two years later, they meet for a renewal class. In theory, by guideline, they're the same renewal. But we obviously know these are two different ballgames, right? So I created more of a concierge aspect in what I do. I try to send you prep material and condense the process to make it a little bit more alleviating. So I'm slightly more expensive, but I saved you time and time is money. Um, so that's what I ended up doing. And, and ultimately I did that while I did the fire department gig. And then, uh, you know, I passed up the first opportunity to become a battalion chief. Um, it wasn't for me, it didn't feel right. Um, and then I continued to ride and it wasn't until I had some old salty guys, you know, some handlebar mustache guys that were like, <laughs> look, I'll, I'll go into any fire you're in command of because you know your stuff and you're going to take care of us. Um, So that sparked me. I had some good chiefs that were like, you know, one of them was influential for me was Chief Morrow, who was like, hey, I think you need to take this battalion chief's test. I think you're going to be all right. Um, So I take the test. I get promoted and I get put on days. And so I live about 30 miles from headquarters. Um... I have a company that's thriving, that's about basically paying me better than what I'm making to go to work, including all compensation, you know, benefits and everything. And um, it's a hardship. And I battled it. I continued to ask them for help and, um, and, and really relief. You had a vacancy in the field. I can fill it. You have someone who's next up behind me who wants days. Let me get that vacancy. Let them take my spot. Everybody's happy. And it's almost like because that would make me happy, I should have been better off saying I love it here, and they would have sent me back out. They would have sent them back. Um, Tony, I have a, I have a quick so, question because uh, you, yep. uh, from what you're saying, I mean, you're you're extremely passionate about what's going on right there. And I, um, as this is literally just like my 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 podcast side kicking in. Like, what was your drive to like to keep going forward in this field with all the obstacles that you were facing? Man, you know, so I, I would just tell you because I wasn't a huge firefighter fan. I was a huge medic fan. Um, You know, the rescue is the most demised spot in the fire service. It sucks. Why is that? It's my home. Because because you don't ultimately, you are a workhorse, right? We are a fire department, but 90% of it is EMS. And if you're a good medic, what ends up happening is you will take care of your people. Let me explain. (laughs) <laughs> Number one, you don't put you don't put refusals on people. You don't give them yeah. the refusal because it's the easy way out. Because the only people that end up in court are the ones who got a refusal because they were lazy and they can't support yeah. why they got a refusal. So you do yeah. them because if you're not taking them to the hospital, it's because you truly believe they didn't need to go. But let's yeah, go a absolutely. step further. 
Number two, it damn Tony's sucks. pissed right now, <laughs> bro. It's passion. No, it's not mad. It's you passion. Know, you know whose job it is to make the rescue fun? The medic. The medic is going to be the reason why that eighteen-year-old punk kid takes a job after six months of school and enjoys being on the rescue to take care of people. Because when you put them next to that truck company or that squad, and it's, it sucks, it sucks. All I do is cut cars. I prefer to cut cars. I'm on the squad. You know yeah. what you forget? That t That's 10% of your job. 90% yeah, of it is taking care of those people on their worst day. So yeah, if you continue to perpetuate like a crappy morale of being on the rescue, right? I say I, it sucks on the rescue because I don't do it no more. But when it did... Guess what? You want to know one thing that never happened in my career? There's never one single patient in my entire career that put in a citizen complaint because I mistreated them or I didn't yeah. talk to them correctly or I showed them the frustration attitude at four o'clock in the morning when I'm 15 transports deep. I didn't show that to them. I was, hello, Miss Smith. What can I do? How are you feeling? And what hospital would you like to go to this evening? That was my job, right? Yeah. Because you know what? Absolutely. Every day when I get in the truck, I have a job so that the mayor signs my paycheck yeah. and that's the way it works. And if more people would recognize that they would stop doing such a crappy job, you would reduce your complaints. You would reduce all those aspects of it. So being on the rescue, the downfall to it is we're all, we're all shooting around. We're, we're hanging out, playing basketball, get a call. Yeah. The only one not coming back quick rescue. You. We're watching you. a, we're watching a fight. We're watching Sunday. It's football yeah. day. Yeah, you don't miss the what? game. I just, I just missed the whole game because I did three back to backs. So the that's game. the downfall to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's the downfall to it. But I will tell you, the downfall pales in comparison to the upside of taking care of someone on their dying day. Yeah. Hey, hey Tony, you know, man, like I went through 20 years of this man like where people are like man you sure you don't want to come up we're gonna give you a break put you on the engine i said this is not a fucking break to me this is you're mentally fucking me over because i you know my life revolved about oh, i'm coming here every third day and running 20 calls and doing the yeah. transports and i wanted to do that i said i'm a i came on here to do this and tony you 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 will fucking laugh your ass off because i remember when uh when i graduated orientation and they tell everybody where they're going. I'm the only guy that got a rescue out of orientation. They go rescue seven, and they and they go and they go uh, and they go. Uh, my mom goes, asks uh, this guy, Chief, God rest his soul, Chief McAllister was the guy's name. He, he passed away, and uh, they uh, they asked my mom goes, why why is my son going to a rescue, not the engine? And he goes, uh, well, your son's in nursing school. And he's practically a woman, so that's why he's going to that rescue trip. So, so Carl, <laughs> that's what he said. That's what he told my mom. And my mom goes, "Is that right? Yeah, I guess that's what he was." So, just, just just to clarify, because uh, uh, going off of what you said right there, Carl Sullivan made a comment in the uh, in the live feed saying people yeah. think it's a pun it's a punishment to be on the rescue. Oh yeah. Well, like, can you reiterate on that? So the rescue—that's the morale. Is, uh, that's the morale. Yeah. Yeah, so the morale the, creates the punishment. Yeah, absolutely. So on the at the fire department, you have the engine that which is has the water and all the hoses and stuff like that. The ladder truck, which is the we call it a truck or a tower truck, they're like the guys that do all like the searching inside fires. But uh, part of that group is the rescue truck or the uh, ambulance, if you want to call it that. Now there's a heavy rescue, which is five guys that kind of look at things when you're at a fire. 
Um, they're like, they're, and you know, not to diminish their importance, they're the guys that are there just in case a fireman needs rescue. They're the guys that are going to go in there and rescue the firemen. You know, they're the specialists in that type of stuff. But our job as the two dudes that are on this ambulance is that we're firefighters, that we search, at least for me at Orlando, and the same for kind of Orange County, is that we search the backside of fires. Like, we go in the worst part where it's the least uh, – there's, you don't have any water or anything with you, and uh, you're the most, like, dangerous portion of it to try to get the people that are in the most danger. Uh, that's our fire job. But the, the rest of the time, we do everything else. We do all the medicine that needs to be people calling 911, whether people taking people to the hospital. We're providing all the advanced life support care. And uh, we're the guys that deliver checks. A lot of places we had to cook. And uh, we do all the other work that nobody wants to do. So it's the lowest position that you can be as a firefighter or the, the most brand new engineer at the city of Orlando, now Orange County, Tony, I don't know if you knew that or not. So like Orange County now, the guys, people that drive the rescues are engineers, you know? Yep. Like you're the lowest ranking person. You're on this ambulance and, and you get the worst job. So you, like Tony said, you go to a call, you go away for an hour. The rest of the guys will come back in 15 minutes after the call and back to dinner and watching TV. Correct. Yeah, but the downfall to all of it is the fact that all these people, ultimately, what ends up happening is you have a shortage of paramedics. So Absolutely. some departments have the luxury of rotating to where yeah. it's kind of nice, right? Because you get a shift, you're driving the engine, you get a shift, you're backwards on the engine, you do two, three shifts on the skew, and then you're back to the engine. With a lot of the departments here locally, until recent, when some of the the Central Florida corridor departments started requiring that you become a medic within three years. And that's a, that's a whole nother podcast. Oh my but goodness. Wait, don't get me started on that, Tony. No, different podcast. For that's sure. why I said that's for the next one. So, yeah. so the, the downfall is, is that when you do that now, you're creating a, a larger pool of paramedics. So I'm not there. I haven't been there in four years. October 8th will be four years. I haven't been a firefighter with the department. Um, but I would imagine that a lot of that is different now simply because there is more paramedics to give relief. At least I think so. By the way that they were going, you would you would assume that it there creates a little bit of a rotation. Yeah. One of the years that I was on the rescue, I had 12 hours on the fire truck in one single year, and that was on overtime. You know, so I'm Tony, like a good friend of ours, and we'll say allegedly her name's Alex. She uh, – <laughs> She, we it's, love Alex. it's still like when you speak to some of these guys that come through, you know, we, and we get, um, and we're good friends with Dre from uh, the, yep. the, the union. He's a union president and stuff for Orange County. It's still, man, that they're fighting the mistreatment that these guys get all the time. You're, you're, they're burning their people out they are. so much. The uh, the whole like you know having like and, and, you the know mandatory at, overtime yeah have citizens if you being don't know on, like like a super busy truck yeah and you get these paramedics that are just continuously being beat up like and it's different now like think about the COVID going on right now these guys 10, 15, 20 transports a day in full isolation trying That's not hard. to get sick yeah trying not to get sick and it's like man it's amazing the the uh the punishment you're putting on some people yeah you know? and but then here's you make the problem here, here's the downfall is yeah half the department is chasing the dollar and they don't care like i'll they give an care. example 
for two years, I put my wife through her master's. She became a nurse practitioner, $39,000 cash. Where's the overtime? I'll take it because we didn't yeah. want a loan. We didn't want any yeah. worrisome about it. And that's the thing is you don't have, there's, you know, I, I have some great friends from the fire department, Absolutely. but when I talk to people that were around, right, you retired a couple years ago. So go back to the nineties, go yeah. back to the early nineties. It was a United front. It's not Absolutely. United anymore. Not anymore. And that's the downfall in 2021. Exactly. Every, we find a way to separate everybody. Everybody, yeah. right? McDonald's, Burger King, Coke, Pepsi has become, how do you vote? How do you vaccinate? How do you do anything? And, and, and really social media is ridding us, but we won't get rid of it. We won't deactivate yeah. our thing. You know, if you're a small business owner, you have no choice because you're not nice. The only way you brand yeah. is to stay involved. So you're stuck. And yeah. realistically, if you look at it, it's rotting us because it's turning people against each other on a yeah. daily basis. For the most minuscule situations, I don't care if you get vaccinated or don't get yeah. vaccinated. Mask or don't mask. Here's the thing. I, I think a lot of these different aspects, even when you talk about vaccine, right? I won't give my opinion on the vaccine, but you know no. what would really support the vaccine is ultimately saying, you know what, to go along with that, how about you increase your zinc, increase your vitamin D and stop eating McDonald's? What? Stop Tony, McDonald's? Man, Tony, like you you hit on it, bro. Like the, the whole thing is is the the, the obesity is See, now I feel the bad downfall. eating this fucking burger. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> the obesity is that's the it. downfall that's it. of the That's situation. it. He's like, you know what? Let me, get a, let me get a salad real quick. Can I, can I yeah. change that burger order for a yeah. salad? <laughs> Tony, let, let me you, – you've seen the movie PC, PCU. Remember, poor, it's supposed to be Port Chester University, but stands for Political Correct University. Yeah. It's got J- Jeremy Pippen in it and all that. Wait, uh, and it's a uh, you it's can't find movie. you can't find that movie right now. Oh, really? Can't find it. Can't oh. find it on Amazon. You can't find it on Netflix. You can't find it on YouTube. And uh, this is the thing with that movie. Like it's a uh, it's it's a uh, it's a look at our times now. If you remember that movie, it's a look at our times now. They're rioting. It's like all this like politically correctness. All this thing of like it's insane, man. Yeah, it's we've insane. become so inc- incredibly separated. Like Absolutely. it's just, it's insane. I remember the arguments over whether you should drive a Camaro or a Mustang, and yeah. that was funny. <laughs> yeah. And now these arguments are over. You know, I thought it was a pretty big line in the sand: King Tube versus the ET Tube. Right? Yeah. You put a King Tube in, you're a weak yeah. medic. You put an ET Tube in, you got yourself down. And now yeah. you look at what we argue about. It's kind of, it's sad. I mean, really, that's what it comes down to. It's sad. So it's kind of like, you know, I look at it from every aspect, right? We look at it from the aspect of medicine. I look at it from business, right? Um, And and I I teach at the Preceptor Academy. I don't think you sat through when I taught it, but think of the fire service and and the way that it is. See, you know what's funny? If you remember. Yeah, uh I've sat through, uh, now I haven't gone through the the whole uh, uh, Orange County Preceptor Academy, but. I've sat through your lecture three times, man. Yeah. And I tell people, one of the biggest things I tell people that has created, and and you can actually take this outside of the fire service. You can take it to nursing. You can take it to business. Let me tell you something. We have created a culture where asking for help is a sign of weakness instead of humility. Absolutely. Because if you ask for help, it should be, I'm going to rag you a little bit because you don't know how to do this. 
but I'm going to show you how to do it right. And I'm going to make sure, right? It's the teach one, right? I'm going I'm to show you one, teach one, or show you, learn, you learn, show, learn, teach. Yep. I'm going to give you that aspect. But you know what happened is somewhere along the lines, we started making the need for help a sign of weakness. Man, and that's and crazy, And you know what right? that leads to? Crazy. People stop asking for help. Yep. And I can't yep. stand I can't stand the question. If you didn't know, you should have asked. Well, what if I did think I knew? What if you said, you know what? I want you to take that bottle and put it on the table. And I did. And instead I put it in the left corner, you wanted the right corner. Am I wrong or did you fail to spell out your expectations? Fuck because man. that's the biggest that's problem. Awesome. We we don't we have unspoken no. expectations. Why yeah. didn't you ask? Well, because yeah, I never absolutely. told you that that's what I expected. We have unspoken expectations. It's ruining our workforce in 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 a whole scheme of it. And when Tony, you, add you in fucking all rock, bro, ways, seriously, like you yeah, are preaching to the fucking crowd right there, Tony. You know when you say that, like whole thing is is that it, it, we we've revo- at some point too to go along with that is that we've given rewards to mediocre uh, things, right? I Participation mean, trophy. Yeah, it's absolutely well, because we're afraid. We're afraid yeah. if we don't give out the award, we might get blasted on social media for being against a particular race or for absolutely. being against a particular gender. So you yeah. know what we do? We conform because we have no choice. You know why I don't give my opinion on vaccinations? I don't give my opinion on political. I don't give my opinion on race because I run a business that absolutely. sees a plethora of individual of people, people. Yes. and you know what it everybody takes? has a different opinion and it doesn't take the worst it doesn't take the worst statement it takes the loudest social media mouth uh, the smallest, oh, no, 100%. smallest and I, and, thing and i think uh, like gary v said it best because like there was a there was a video that he put out there where a lady came up to him and he was like why do you curse so much on your videos he's like this is this is how i express myself this is you know I, I say I'd rather give a fuck about employees, give a fuck about my employees than saying I care by, about my employees because there's more emphasis, there's more heart right there. And she's like, then she said, "Well, aren't you afraid of losing uh, subscribers or followers?" And his response was like, "If I lose them, then I didn't need them." Yeah, so, yeah, but, and, you know, and, you're and, a small business, but, but hold on, here's the everything. problem. Here's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Gary yeah. Vaynerchuk's worth two hundred mil. Bear he's going to be yeah. all right. Yeah. If, he's gotta, if, he's, yeah, if he's got to move over to Winter Park and buy himself a modest $700,000 home, he's going to be all right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But the rest of us that are trying to build, we don't have that luxury. We don't no, have we don't. the luxury to speak our, you know, true, our true mind. And, you know, like, uh, and I have to give credit, to because I've heard it from I've heard it from Tony and I've heard it from Jason before. And, and one of the things that, that I've learned from them from to run a business is this, like. The smallest person counts, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the minority counts for it. And, and the, the, the person that's paying a dollar counts just as much as the person that's paying $3,000, you know, mm-hmm. and, and like, yeah, because they, you become one of them. If you yes. do, if you go and start singling them out because of what it brings value to you, first off, the first thing you have to realize is the guy who spent the dollar might be the doorway to the million dollars yes. and you treated them poorly because yes. you wanted 300. Because people get yes. fixated on a sprint and not a marathon. If, and this goes back to how you morally and ethically run what you do. If you morally yeah. and ethically run what you do, the client base is irrelevant. 
because yeah, what absolutely. you're doing is based on the way you are. I'll give you a perfect example. What do people say when you get a little bit of money, right? They say money changed you. I disagree. Money never changed a single person. What money did was money gave you the freedom to show people your true colors. Who you really are. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely, man. And, and you know, um, Tony, one of the things I want to bring up, man, because uh, it's, uh, man, I've, and I don't even remember telling me this or not, but I've told people this story is that when you're working all this overtime at the fire department and your wife is going through nurse practitioner school and you're paying for it cash. What's up, man? How you doing? Good, buddy. That's, that's one of my uh, hockey team members right here. I'm going to come out there and see you. You'll be here a while? Yeah, I'm at the Cool. Let's see. Um, the, uh, uh, you, you and your wife had, like, what, Tuesdays? You guys used to get together and have a date night. Tell people about that. What's this? Every what three weeks. So what we would do is, um, you know, money was tight. So every three weeks I was working. I was B-shift. So I was working B-shift, took overtime wherever it was at C-shift, and then A shift was my day off. So, and I taught medic school. So what I did was whenever Tuesday fell on an A shift where I just came off of 48 and then I taught all day, we went to ceviche downtown because nice. it was an ability for us to get out and do a date night on Tuesdays. It was Tapa Tuesdays. There's a good variety of their tapas were $5 and their sangria was $5. So we could go get six tapas and a sangria each for 40 bucks plus a tip. And that gave us a date night every third Tuesday. Well, because you actually gave a damn and actually cared about something to give time for. And this is actually something that, that I talked about. It, you, you're talking about the smallest detail. Yeah. You're talking about the smallest detail makes a fucking difference. This is the guy that this is the guy, man. Like I, I tell people that Tony, Tony, I I swear to you that I tell people this shit all the time, and I go, this is the thing that's changed my life. Just just like two or three conversations I've had with this one man has changed my no, adult no, he's, life. He, he's giving me a approach. new outlook on on a lot of things right now. Like just the well, fact let me tell you right, now, you know what we do right now. So every single Tuesday right now, it's difficult to get a sitter. Every single Tuesday is date night in. So every Tuesday, we get the kids down early, and then after we get the kids down, they've already had dinner, we order sushi. There's two spots close to me, Tokyo, Beijing, and Gochi Sushi. We order one of the two, we pour a glass of wine. Every Tuesday is date night in. So the monotony of your normal week gets broken up because Tuesday's date night, and that's, that's awesome. what we do. That's our thing because we can't always get a center, and it's expensive, right? If you're paying 15 bucks an hour, you need them there a little early to be able to get acclimated to your kid. You go out for a few hours. Yeah. You don't want to rush home. And then, yeah. you you know, you, you kind of get yourself situated. So you're paying. You might pay 60 bucks to get a couple hours out of someone, Seven, you know, 75 bucks to get five hours out of somebody plus the dinner tab. I mean, you're talking about a $200 tab. So it's kind of like that becomes something that we try to do once every, you know, month or every six weeks. But every Tuesday, we order a couple rolls, a couple of ginger salads, pour a glass of wine, and it's date night in. That's so it awesome. all goes off of effort. It's what you do. And I'm not here to say that every marriage is going to be successful because of things like that. But what I'm saying is that you can create foundational aspects, right? I had a picture of my family in front of me on the rescue. 
You know what that made me do? It didn't matter what call I went on. I had a family to provide for, so I'm going to be on my best behavior. I'm not going to get pissed off. I'm going to do my best job because I need someone to sign a paycheck so I can take care of those three people. And that's the way we need to operate. We have yeah. to operate beyond ourselves. And you know, Tony, on your on my worst day, on my worst day, I still had I got to go to the job I like doing. And uh, you know, now, like, you know, I, I always tell people, I was I said this yesterday, I was talking to uh the home wrecker when I was working with her yesterday. <laughs> and I said, you know, on my la on my my last like three years on the fire department, when I'm coming home to Trish and stuff, you know, like that's the one of the best feelings ever because you know it's one of the first times that I really wanted to come home. You know what I mean? And, and like, even if I was a poor man, I would still be a rich man because I had her to come home to. You know, and that's 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 the you got to have something besides money that 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 motivates you and drives you. You know what I mean? Well, it's, yeah, it's false idols, right? You know, you yeah. can't you you will never be satisfied in this world being satisfied by the false hood of idols, right? Money's yeah. not going to make you happy because money will come and go. So you might get some money in your pocket. You'll eventually spend the money in your pocket and you'll still be left unfulfilled. So yeah. it's kind of like, what are you going to do with your life to be fulfilled? And I think that that approach to life changes it, right? You should be able to go anywhere and leave it better in better condition than what it once was before you got to it. You should be able to look at anything you're going to do and do it in full fulfillment to see it to the end. You should be able to give someone your word and stand by it, right? Those are things yeah. that are becoming lost. And yeah, if we don't talk about it and we don't have difficult conversations, you're just going to continue to watch the youth of our, our, our country kind of perish, Tony, let me ask you a crazy, uh, a wild question, and, and I totally agree with what you're saying in regards to the fact that like there's there's really not that much honor left in this world. Like, what was the breaking point, in your opinion, where like the moral fabric of society that held honor together just like deteriorated? Man, so I would probably say the easiest thing that made me see the biggest separation in our world, I guess yeah. you could say. So. The biggest separation in my workforce in the fire service was money, right? The root of all evil. Yes. Outside of that, politics. I've never seen something divide in my lifetime. I've never seen something divide a country the way it has been divided over politics. And the only reason it's divided this way is simply because of social media. It oh, no, was I, probably I, it was probably divided like this in the 90s, but I never saw it because I was young. And in the early 2000s, you didn't put this on MySpace. You kind of just built your MySpace page and that was the end of it. But when people, when Facebook went from college based, which is how it started, to anyone could have a profile, um, you created the ability to log in and see an abundance of opinions immediately from 3,000 people, shared information. You know, you can literally, I can share a picture on my page that has no comments, but if you click on the picture, you will see the 50,000 comments that it has 
worldwide. No, no, no I, I totally agree with you right there 100%. Nature. I agree with you 100% because of the fact that social media itself gave a platform and a stage for those that never had a voice. And once like you give someone a platform like that, it gives those that like either are in the shadows or are afraid of expressing their opinion, gives them the motivation to like, oh, you know what? Oh, there's more people like that that think like me? Oh, great. I'm going to yeah. join their movement. Yep. You know, uh, uh, had to uh, my antidiuretic hormone made me go to the bathroom here for a second. Don't apologize. Yeah, but you know, uh, catching on to that is one of the notes I had down because I just caught the very tail end of your your bathroom. You looking for the bathroom? Right it's there. right there. Sorry. Um, is the nope? Uh, wrong That's the one. women's. Women's right it there. Says turn, men's. Around, turn, turn around. Turn around. Turn around. Men's. Yeah. men's. There you go. There you are. We're at the I thought wonderful I Johnny's filling station. <laughs> I, well, I mean, wrong. I remember when I was twelve. Yeah, Do so you? I don't. Uh, I've been I've been obsessed lately on the YouTube with like the the people that that are like popular on YouTube and social media and the Instagrams, and just in our genre, like the uh, medical emergency medicine type thing, like paramedics and stuff like that, that have made a career like of just being. And I hate to like call them like nobodies, but just the people that have made a career of just talking on a fucking camera on YouTube and do the thing and have never really gone out of their way to touch a patient. Well, that, that that's the thing. Like, and, and I'm sorry for saying it like this. And I, re- I am treading on on uh, thin ice right here with what I'm about to say. It's once you understand the algorithm of the social media itself and not a lot, not everybody can understand you know the timing the content the uh the the taglines the the hashtags all that shit that go along with a post that goes out on social media whether it's a pretty face or a funny comment that goes viral it, it, it's it's insane there there is an advantage to certain people out there if you get what i'm saying yeah. but there are others that like you know because of their talent because of the come the message they're sending out they've gone viral but then there are other ones that because of other things they've taken advantage of, they've become viral. You know, I, I'm I'm very outspoken about certain things, and, and uh, but this is one of those times that I'm, I'm not, not that I'm not going to give popularity to to things that I've been watching. But if if you hear what I'm saying and you're in the community, you, you you're going to hear this. But there was a public safety announcement that came out about like fentanyl and this police oh, officer yeah. that oh, got exposed to school ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> They got exposed to fentanyl and, um, and and they put out a thing and you can tell that in the situation. And I don't know if you've seen this or not. Tony's uh, San Diego uh, sheriff's office, the, the police, the policeman got exposed to fentanyl. And then he felt like uh, like, you know, like he I think he had like a psychogenic type reaction. He wasn't really mm-hmm. exposed to it. Um, but he ended up getting Narcan and stuff like that. But like people have felt that they needed to come on social media to like just discredit this man they had a a bad event happen in his life whether it happened for real or it happened in his mind it still fucking happened right so it's well, like but, but everybody that's the problem is everybody is a monday morning quarterback this, this would happen in any day of the week i'll give you an example i was yeah, working so and i was somebody, working on the sign to see i was on one second we have somebody that wants to say hello hi Hello. How are you? I'm well. How are you? <laughs> Fantastic. What's your name? I'm Jen. Hey, Jen. Hi, Jen. You're on, uh, this is As the Road Returns podcast. 
Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? We are doing just fantastic. What's going on, guys? I am doing fantastic. That I don't know about awesome. you guys out there, but I'm great. Well, you look fantastic. Oh, subscribe. Oh, my. Hello. Hello, caller. You're on the line. <laughs> What's going on with you tonight? You got problems with your guys? Well, we're going over problems right now. This we are going over problems. Tony, this is the ridiculousness. We got to put up with them. We're what here. What the fuck just funny. happened? <laughs> I know I'm drunk, but what the? It's Tony. Hey, it's uh. As the well, hold on. Wait, hold on. We got. We have to. We have to. You, you got to be a little bit empathetic. It is not normal that you walk into a restaurant. And there's yes. a bunch of microphones set up and yeah, people talk. Exactly. They probably, they probably, they probably thought, they probably thought that <laughs> Trish is Ray and yes. Carlos is Johnny Magic and <laughs> Patricio <laughs> is Brian. And this was XL 106.7 live at Johnny's probably. other side. Uh, Tony, <laughs> Tony, I would be more empathetic if I wasn't so lethargic. Okay. So if you throw out a big word, I'll throw one uh, back at you, brother. Uh, you know, <laughs> hey, listen, man, is uh, next time going to be a big booty girl? Well, man, I can't pick the crazy woman that's going to show up on the microphone. Is so yeah, sorry. not very many crazy women have big booties. Well, I, I, well, would, I would, I hate to argue with you yeah. right there, but I, I, I beg to differ, madam. You know, so the crazier, the bigger, <laughs> you know, Tony, not necessarily, Tony. It's like, uh, when you look at when you look at it now, I'm like, not crazy. Finish your thought there that you were at, Tony. Sorry, man. <laughs> well, so I ran – we ran that – we ran a code, and it came in as a an attempted suicide. And this guy oh. was walking around on his roof. And so we on got his there. roof? Yeah. So what happened was he was tarring a portion of his roof, flat Florida-style home. He was tarring it, elderly gentleman, hottest day of the year in May, so far for the year. It was the hottest day. And he, I, what I believe happened is he became altered from the dehydration and the cardiac event, and he went into cardiac arrest. Um, and I kind of got scrutinized because I was the lieutenant on the scene, and instead of lowering him, I actually dragged him to make him completely flush onto the actual roof, and we coated him on the roof. And I had a, and I called for a truck company and we put him in a Stokes. And I admit that probably the CPR wasn't the most adequate that I would prefer as we lowered him to the ground in a bucket. But here was the problem. I How else are you going to get him down? Well, that's where I got a lot of Monday morning quarterbacks. You should have lowered him manually. Here's the problem, though. We go to lower him manually and one of my firemen falls off the roof and gets injured. Oh, How shit. do I justify that? That's How do good. I justify that we were lowering dead weight manually and one of my firemen lost balance and fell. That Here's the thing. I work in knowns and unknowns, right? The you have to unknown take care of your staff is, first. There you go. The unknown is will someone get hurt lowering him manually? Don't know. You know what's known? I can work a code on a flat roof until the truck company gets there. Yeah. And that's how I ran. But I had a whole bunch of that's stupid. You turned it into a big ordeal for no reason. You worked a code on the roof. Why would you ever do that? You know I what? Would say, I would of, say because you guys are on the roof. I feel like you guys were on top of it. 
<laughs> exactly. We had no choice. But it's like, you know, it's Monday morning quarterback on anything. But we can Monday morning quarterback anything. Everything. I can give yeah. you. I can literally give you the nitpick aspect. The chances of someone performing at 100% every single time is nearly impossible. I mean, think of what Absolutely. happens when you call 911. Think of what happens when I drag a patient into the ER, right? I hand you a patient, Trish. You are expected to be an investigator, right? You're now a cop. I want you to figure out what's wrong. I want you to yeah. be absolutely perfect with chemistry and to make sure that all drug therapy is appropriate. Pretty to sure the I closest am. milligram, right? Yep. Don't start. Then I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Then I need you to make sure that every facet of your documentation is amazing and immaculate. Oh, that's never going to happen. Yeah. There you go. We're, we're there's a pedestal that's out there, and unfortunately, it doesn't match. You don't have the time and resources it, to be able to do that. It's so amazing that Tony, you you came around the fire department at a time where the individual didn't matter as much as the collective whole. You know what I mean? And like they mm -hmm. were just looking, they were just looking for a box to check. And now you 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 missed a box or two to check because you were thinking about the guy checking the box. You know what I mean? The box checker. Yeah. You should think about the guy checking the box. Like that's. So, I mean, it's, here's what they, in the classes that we teach, yeah. they always tell you to take care of staff first, because yeah. if you don't take care of staff, there's yeah. nobody to take care of the rest of the people that are Absolutely. coming. Yep. So, like, you have to take care of your staff. It's so crazy. But, because you, you know, here's the problem, though. It, let's go to the fire department, take care of staff. You want to you want to know the true reason why the fire department struggles to pay people appropriately? The fire department struggles to pay people appropriately because people want in, in no sense of the imagination. Do you just arbitrarily get raise after raise after raise? And what happens is these people are given raise after raise after raise. And it really doesn't matter if they do anything more to yeah. make themselves more expendable to the department. Right. Yeah. They don't go and get certifications. They don't no, no. go and Anything. No skin, no skin in the game. Yeah, correct, and that's what's happening. So you, why? If I'm a business owner, right, Carlos, you own your business right now. Yep. If you are the lead instructor and no one can top your level of expertise, which no one can. Why? Why exactly? Why would you hold on to a 15 year instructor that's demanding 50 an hour? when you can get two $20 an hour and mold them to be your next replacement. Yeah. No, it, 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 man, you, you, you have a great question, Tony, like uh, this week I was thinking about some, some me and you talked about a while back and, and uh, you know, I'll be remiss, man. If we, we have a podcast where we don't mention like the best, the best part of Tony's business, like Tony sends up, send, lets him come to class for a week. Oh, Bobby, man. Bobby is yep. amazing, and I love yeah. Bobby. I'm just saying. And like me, and, I remember Tony having a. <laughs> I worked with him for a couple of years. He's phenomenal. I remember Tony talking to me about uh, how bringing Bobby have on your own Bobby and doing this thing. Although and, he's and not like, really replaceable. And like I'm like, dude, how do you? <laughs> True. How, you know. I know. How do you get this dude to be like so bought into it? And you he look pays at him. Yeah, he's the biggest <laughs> part of Tony's cut is like goes to Bobby right and it's like and I go man that's that's what you got to do but I, this week I'm sitting there thinking Tony I'm in a class this week 
in uh in St. Lucie, which was a great class. We went over there and taught some water egress and stuff like that. And I have a great guy, which is Jason, that normally is on the podcast with me. And I have uh Big Dick Rick. Did we lose Big Dick Rick? He just didn't come on. Yeah, Big Dick Rick just gave uh gave up about yeah. thirty seven minutes ago. So Justin Harley and I have, I have those these two guys in this class, and I get these great text messages from like the fire chief, the uh the lead person over there, and all this stuff about how great this class is. And this class was great because of the two guys that I have there with me. And uh, and you know, cop Rob, he teaches and he puts a lot of work into the things, and these guys work for you know, sometimes they go a while, wait to get paid till I get paid, you know, so I can pay them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's insane, man. Like that, that what makes you the greatest is those people that are have skin in the game. They 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 are suffering through through it with you, you know, and like they want this thing to succeed be great as well as you. So do. so mm-hmm. the, so it succeeds. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And, and, and it's hard to find those people. But I mean, you give it, oh, it's yeah, like it to is. the point. There's a there's a very there's a halfway point there, right? Um, yeah. So what Rocky said earlier with uh, Gary V, you will get people that will learn from the best, and then they'll go off and think that they can do it better because of the jersey <laughs> they once wore. So they oh, wore. Man. That's a true story. They wow. They wore Whoa. your jersey. Hey. They wore your jersey, and yes, then they sir. went off. And they think their reputation precedes them from the jersey they wore, but they don't realize who knitted that jersey. Yeah, yeah. they don't realize what's, yeah. a, what's behind that. Yep, I it's know. like, I get it. I'm a, I have a team, and my team is phenomenal. Everybody has a list of expectations. I don't micromanage it. I try to take care of them, and they do their job. But I've had people come and go, and literally the people that have come and gone – some of them have just thought that they can do it better. And yeah. I think that my belief is that they think mean? they can do it better because of the experience they got here. And ultimately, they wore, you know, my company's on-call training solutions. I wore an on-call training solutions jersey. And now I can take that jersey off and I can do it all on my own. And some are successful, some aren't. Really, it's irrelevant to me because the moment you become fixated on someone else's path, you lost. Right. I could care less what anyone else does. Right. It doesn't really matter to me because if I don't think my boat is big enough that your canoe can't rock me, then I got bigger fish to fry. And so ultimately, you get a lot of people that do that in any facet of business. They start to believe that everything you've taught them is their own knowledge. Yeah. And you start to you start to separate the loyalty really quick. You know, I got Bobby being on my team. Um, you know, I got a lot of scrutiny from some of my teammates when I was going to make Bobby the full-time instructor. You sure you want to do that? He's the face of your company. But to me, I'm the communication aspect of the company. I'm still very involved. I talk to people on a regular basis. But what I knew was that I had a client base that had a more diverse need that couldn't be filled you know, what I teach has a, a high role of necessity to have people that know how to do it well, right? Yeah. The hospital, what I teach, the hospital has a high turnover in because most people don't want to do what I teach full time. They want to yeah. do it on overtime. And yeah. that stays true to the fire service. That's and true. so by finding someone who's retired and making sure that I take care of them and make them an ad- a, a very intricate part of the team and let them know their worth, what I did was I introduced a, I traded 
value, right? I'll never say that I trade time. I think it's disrespectful to trade time. And let me tell you why. Because for me to trade time means that I can pay you, Carlos, enough money to take yeah. time away from Trish. And that's yeah. not appropriate because I don't get to wager your hour. And so yeah. all I did was try to create enough of a compensation package that makes you feel intricate enough to the team, a member of the team, an owner in the team, and that you want to see it succeed because when it succeeds, you succeed because you are one and one and all. All for one yeah. and one for all. And Absolutely. that is what you have to look for. You have to find those people that are like, you know what? I believe in your vision. I don't think I'm bigger than the vision. And I don't think I'm bigger than the person who painted the picture of the vision. I just am blessed to be part of the vision. Yeah. You know, like uh, Tony, and correct me if I'm wrong with this. So when it, I'm talking to Tony one time. Tony's in Michigan teaching uh as an on-call training solutions now mind you that's michigan yeah there's a there. there yeah there's a lot of places <laughs> that you I was can born there that people can go get you know the acls the pals yeah the bls the you know all the stuff that, that, that on-call training solutions teaches tony's there with his whole team teaching an anesthesiologist that's awesome. Like the experts at resuscitation, right? Mm -hmm. He's over there teaching them in Michigan. And you guys do this like every year, right, Tony? Yeah. You guys go over there? Uh, Tony stepped away from the desk. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so, like, they go every year to Michigan. And, like, they, they will bring them, pay for all their stuff, and they will go over there and teach. That's awesome. Because of the, the level of service that they provide as, the, as a company. You know it's, I believe it. It's, I don't know if you've ever been to Michigan. It, there's nothing there. There's really nothing there. There, yeah, there's nothing there. Oh, I've been to. I Flint. do need to go, but I've been to Flint. I'm I'm trying to book a vacation because I'm gonna to Michigan. To Michigan? No, 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 hell no, <laughs> not that drunk. Uh, no, I want to stay within like the continental U.S., but like I want to like either do like an amazing hiking trail or climb a mountain or something. So, oh, yeah. oh man, like, I'm, I'm researching on that right now. Let's stick around. We're gonna take you some cool places. <laughs> Tony back yet? Or is he no, there? Tony's yep. uh, probably taking a number two. Oh, Jack. Maybe. Hey, so listen, so listen to this though. Why we we'll come back Tony. to Tony? Wait on Tony. Yeah. One of the YouTube and everybody that knows me, I go on the, I sit on the toilet. Yep. And then a I'll lot. Uh, a lot. A long time. And I will spend an hour or so in there, Patricio. I, I, I feel you. Or more. And uh, and uh, yeah, sometimes more. Tony back. Tony back. No, no, not, not yet. Oh, oh no, there he is. Wait, there he is. Hey, hey. Hi, Tony. Tony. It was, hey. it was bedtime for the kids. It's in your bedroom. Oh, sorry. It was bedtime for hey. the kids. I was talking about when you were in Michigan. I was talking to Tony. Uh, uh, you were in Michigan teaching, like, anesthesia people, uh, mm -hmm. you know, with your company, On-Call Training Solutions. Like, and you guys go there quite a bit, right? Like, all the way to Michigan. Yeah, we go all over, we go all over the state. We go out of the state. Michigan's probably the furthest that we travel. Um, so I got put on by somebody that I took care of here in Orlando when they were in school. And then they moved back home. They took my name back home. Um, and so they accommodate us to come up there. We go up there two times a year, um, wow. but it's all what about service, Michigan? you know, uh, high North end Traverse, Traverse city. So we go Check. very, so we have to fly into yeah. Chicago, Chicago into cherry capital. Um, but we go up there. And so it's kind of nice, you know, to get our opportunity to go up there. Um, but it, it realistically, it just comes down to customer service. I mean, I, I, I'm not doing anything that anyone else doesn't do right I, I learned this a long time ago you know and it was kind of something that that kind of stemmed to me you go to subway and you won't tip the person 
making your sub who's putting effort into making this your lunch, yeah. but you'll give a girl in a bikini a dollar to take a top off your Bud Light. Hey. Really yeah. weird. Hey, whatever the happens our, in Daytona our, stays our in Daytona, way. Tony. Come on. Right? But the way we operate's crazy. You just yeah. made my whole sandwich. You're going to yeah. fulfill me for the rest of the day. But someone who literally goes, here you go. Permission permission to uh, treat the witnesses hostile as dollar. possible. <laughs> permission to treat the witnesses hostile as possible. Okay, so here, here, here's here's where Rocky comes in right now. So I always have a debate in my head when I go to a restaurant. Let's say, for example, there's a restaurant that I like, and they have a certain food, but I order my food not online but over the phone. And I say, hey, I'm going to be there in 20 minutes. I'd like to have it ready, and you know, I'll be in and out, and that's it. In those situations, Tony, do you tip on something that's already every time? Uh, every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. They, here's the thing: I am tipping in good faith that what I just requested from you is taken care of. I, I am wish tipping that it in good like faith. That. Correct, but I, I and I, I get it. I'm gonna tell you right now: there's plenty of times that it doesn't happen. <laughs> but you get I'm home and you're like, "What the faith. fuck is this? I didn't order this." You should shenanigans. How did you get that five for me? Oh. This is not what I ordered. But the way I look at it is, you know, you, you tip in good faith. You tip in good faith that yes. whatever you've ordered is accurate. But let me give you another little piece of this. Please do. You show, you show grace if it's not. You don't get pissed oh, off. You don't go to social media and say, I'm never going to that restaurant again. You don't show grace. That's our, our community. That. Our entire life, like everything we do, we lack grace. Show people grace. Totally they had a bad day. They made them, a, you know, wait, you got to remember something. Let me tell you something. And this is, this is going to work in your relationship. This is going to work with your kids. This is going to work with your job. If somebody wrongs you, I want you to think when they woke up this morning, did they think today I want to wrong you? If you don't feel like this was deliberate, Show them grace. We lack Man, grace and that, compassion. That, that that is a fair and valid argument, but at the same time, when you're you're giving grace at, 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 with that mentality, what if the individual continues to fail every well, time? On. I didn't I didn't say be dumb, and I didn't uh, say you can't call you them go. out if you have an issue. What he I'm saying say is if it's, if it's isolated, show beginning. grace. Because I can tell you right now, if every time I go there, there's not enough grace. That's going to make me come back because every time I come, you jack my order up. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm just not going to go back to you. I might let you know, but you know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to go to social media and ruin your business by running my mouth. And now you right. can't afford to put food on your table for your family. I'm not right. going to do that because I'm not put on this earth to try and figure out how I can ruin you, how I can make you live in poverty. But I just won't patronize or, you know, I won't be a patron at yeah. your location anymore. That's just what I won't do. But if you wrong something, I can show you grace for that mistake. And, and, I love and, that. and you know, Patricia, that's the thing, bro. You didn't wait long enough for the answer. Fair. And, and you know, this is the thing, you know, and I know we've been at this for a while. <laughs> and, and I, and I got to tell you this, like, and full disclosure, Tony, like, Patricia, like, I told you, your, your life will be different today when you leave. After listening to Tony, no, no, no. There, there, there are certain facts and certain statements that Tony has made throughout tonight's uh, conversation man. that has given me a different opinion, especially in the regards to the fact of, of tipping. Because I 
look, I, I I've worked in the in in the restaurant industry, and I, I I get that. Like you know, a lot of these time, a lot of times, these individuals like survive off of the tips that are given from yep. the patrons that come man. to come to these establishments. But at the same time, it's like I'm not going to contribute to your lack of effort. I'm not going to contribute to well, your 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 failures. Like yeah. look, I, I went to a, to a restaurant a few weeks ago that claimed that they had the best insert blank. All right. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that what? insert blank. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to call them out because if I say what it is, then a lot of people will know what it is. Okay. And I don't want to, you know, I don't yeah, want to yeah, hurt no. their business. So I, I went to that establishment. I requested said such a uh, item and I got to my office. I'm like, this is okay, but it's honestly not the best one that, that stood out for me. Yeah. And you know, making claims like that and stating that you like you're you're the best or you you know hold on hold on all. hold on hold on Rocky, what did yes. you expect him to say? We're the second best. <laughs> hey man, I, I mean, you, really? No, what no, no, did you no, no, exactly, expect? Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. And and no, I I came to the realization. But it's in the that, eye and the beholder. To someone, yes. they were the best. To the, you know That's what? I teach the yeah. best ACLS class you'll ever sit in in your life. What do you want me to say? I teach the second best class. Am I yeah. supposed to come on here and say, you know what? I am awesome, but have you ever sat through Carlos's class? <laughs> exactly, right? No, no, no. Yeah. No, and, and, and yeah. That, that is a fair, fair assessment right there. But at the same time, when like you, you Cause I'm way better you, than Carlos. <laughs> yeah. He is. He is. He but is. also, also you, yeah, yeah. Whether, whether it's a marketing ploy or what have you, when you have when you make a statement like that, then I'm gonna hold you to a higher caliber. Now, you know, whether the fact that you deliver or not, there have been a lot of places that say, oh, we have the best this, we have the best that. And a lot of times, you know, let's say 75% of the time, they actually deliver on that statement. But unfortunately, this time around, when the state that statement was made, I was not, I was Dude, not happy. The best story I got to tell you, right? Tell me the best this, story. Tony, it is the best story ever. So I'm at Lake Mary, allegedly, fire department. Oh, we got allegedly. to get drink. Yeah. Oh, so so uh, I'm on the rescue. My phone rings, and somebody's looking for an ACLS class. And uh, I say, hey, let me give you this number. So I give him Tony's number on call training <laughs> solutions. And, I, and the guy that's driving me, he just came through class with us, the flight class and all that stuff. And he goes, hey, man, don't you do ACLS. Why don't you just send that person to Tony? I go, <laughs> Oh, I sent everybody to Tony. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, well, don't you teach it? I said, yeah, but Tony's teaching it today. That person needs it right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and you know, we're not. And we're not fucking there right now. No, and I get it. Like, I, I've referred. And that's, and that's the thing, bro. Like, that's the, this is that, uh, like. If, and help your friends. Yes. Like, it, why is that horrible? Yeah. Yes. If you, if yes. you need. Everybody's yes. trying to get. Like you to be the best you. Yeah. And if Th there's enough success to if, go around. Yes. If you need American Heart class, an American Heart class right now, like right now, like hey, right now, go see. You're Tony. gonna, you're not gonna get a check because you fucking missed your be your your CPR day, or your or your advanced cardiac life support. Or not pals, quite sure why you haven't figured you know, out when you expire, yeah. but like if you are not gonna get paid because you missed your shit and you're a bad timekeeper, you call Tony. And he's gonna fucking hook you up yeah. right then, right there. You Eight know what years I'm running, I haven't missed a class. But here's the thing: it's because I was talking to a friend of mine who's who's in the fire department. His name's Tanner, and I, I'm friends with him. And I I try to connect with him at least once a month. But here's the thing: 
when someone is doing well, you don't recognize that as competition. You should no. recognize that as part of your team. Is like I don't have to connect with Carlos every day. I don't have to connect with Carlos monthly. But if I see Carlos is getting money and I see Carlos is building brands and I see Carlos has another class or he's doing another location, he's on site somewhere else or he's checked in, here's the deal. In medicine and in the fire service, I still believe in that camaraderie. If Carlos is winning, I'm winning. Absolutely. We're winning Same. because we're one family. of my people is winning. Yeah. Yeah. You know what we're I'm family. saying? Like, I'm yeah. not going to be mad because he got money. Because you know what? Don't get me wrong. If there's wronging between people, I could see how you could have that type of like tip for tat. But if someone is – everything is all kosher and everything yeah. is good, I'm just happy that somebody's winning that I know. I'm not mad that you made money. I'm thinking, man, you did well. Good job. I'm thinking you're good, right? That's the yeah. purpose behind it. You know, I don't teach yeah. TNCC, but somebody hits me up. I have two connects. I got Carlos and I got this nurse, Holly. Those are the two people that I send the info to. And I say, hey, you know what? Here's two people. Call them and let them know I sent you. Because I, yeah. I don't teach it. I could easily be like, can't help you. And that would be the rude thing to do because I yeah. don't want to see them win. But right. you know what? I want to see them win. So yeah, I have no problem going in Look to my that. contact, grabbing his number, sharing the phone number, and saying, reach out. Let him know I said, maybe they yeah. book. Maybe I send 10 people's info a year and maybe one books. But guess what? That's one more that likely would have never gone there if I yeah. didn't push it that way. And Absolutely. that's how it needs to be. But we got, you know, I told people, I told someone who started a business greedy. recently. Well, I told someone who started a business recently, I said, let me explain something to you real quick so that you understand. Your friends are your biggest supporters to get your foot in the door. But oh, 100%. Make no mistake. Make no mistake. They're not going to put a dime in your pocket. They not could need ever. They could need what you teach. They could need your and certification. And they'll go somewhere else. Because they want to see you win. They just don't want to help you do it. Yeah. Yep. And, and you know, Tony, to kind of look to conclude, and one of those things that I, you know, and, and, and I've said this since day one, since I started the Rescue Company one, and uh, I, I always have to do this. And I have to say, you know, to to you and Jason Marquez out there, you know, that they, they, they made sure that I was going to, like, you guys didn't know if, the rescue company one would succeed and if you know what we would do but you gave us an opportunity you know what i mean and giving yeah. us that up giving us that opportunity man like was unbelievable like just you know uh jason sharing his desk with me you know like, like that was the crazy me i would sit at jason's desk you know and we would sit there and i would and i would work and i and i started this thing from there and you know and those are the things that you can't forget and you can't fucking ever go like hey man like you know no hey man you guys were invested in the success of somebody else's you know idea and that yep. is unbelievable man and, and that is commendable and, and that is like the the thanks that i have to fucking give and it's like you know um i'm invested in in the success of yours and his and it's like you know because you guys gave me an opportunity and that's um, and i appreciate that for sure man Oh, absolutely, man. That's, I mean, it's all about people being successful. There's no, there's the pie is more than big enough. You know, Jay and I, we connect every other week, 
Jay and I have done favors for each other on the back end. You would never hear about it. He'll never hear about it. You know, you'll never hear about what I've done for him. You'll never hear from him what he's done for me because we don't do it for the, you know, we don't do it for the limelight. We do it because we want each other to be successful. Yeah. Can you you tell us just, can you tell us just a little bit about your wife's wellness center? Oh yeah. 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 So my wife, so what she does, um, so let, let me let me tell you the story of what ended up happening. So my wife <laughs> has happened, been doing um, right. So she gets her NP and um, she gets a job in uh, women's care. Um, she took the job in women's care at thirty-five an hour as a new NP. Here's why: as an NP, she was pregnant. Yeah, but she was pregnant with our first. Right. right? She was pregnant with our first, and so she can either go back to ICU nights or Fuck she can that. take this until the baby. So yeah. she took this until the baby. She does her maternity leave. Baby's healthy. Everything is great. That's my firstborn. And um, she goes back to that doctor and says, hey, you know, can I get a, can I get a chance uh, with, a, with my position? And they're like, yeah, you know, but we're not giving you a raise. You can make the same thing. And so, you know, we kind of just accepted the fact that 35 an hour is what she could get because she's pregnant. But now she's not pregnant. So what can we get? So she went from there to um, internal medicine. And uh, the internal medicine that she worked for was doing a fellowship in infectious disease. And they were, um, for lack of better terms, they were trying to rob Peter to pay Paul. They wanted to make sure that they got paid at all times, even though they weren't seeing any patients. And they were constantly belittling her because she was trying to educate her patients because she didn't believe in typical medicine of a pill for every problem. And so in doing that, um, it just wasn't going to work out. So she left there. She got a job doing hormone replacement and more of a natural, holistic approach to medicine, right? You know, uh, that, and she enjoyed it. She did it for seven years. And um, in October, that company, despite the fact that she was seeing about 95% of the patients, that wow. company without discussion was like, hey, we're moving. We sold oh, wow. our building. We're moving to where it'll create a 74-mile round trip for her to go to work. Oh, and um, it wasn't going to work. So we said, you know, what do you want to do? And she's like, I want to open up my own practice. And, um, you know, God will do some crazy things. And, and you just can't orchestrate it any better than the way that he can. Um, when you look at my database that has over 10,000 names in it, the very first name in the database is the first number I called. And it was a physician that owns his own practice. And I called him and said, I need a supervising physician. And he said, You've taken care of me. You've gone everywhere I've needed you. You've taught at Starbucks. You've taught at Panera. You've you've taught at my office. You've taught at the hospital break room. Whatever I can do to help you and repay it, I'll do. And he agreed to be a supervising physician. So she goes back to the the location and says, look, I'm going to go off and do my own thing. I'm going to give you three months to hire, and then I'm going to give you three additional months to transition all the patients to you or, you know, to them, um, to the new person. And they're like, we appreciate it. So 40 days elapses and she gets a text message and says, we know you were going to stay till March. It's December. We want you to leave at the end of the month. She's like, okay, nothing I can do about it. Right. That's your decision. It is what it is. Um, so, Hey, we're going to have a meeting on Monday and we're going to discuss the formalities. So they tell her, we'll have a meeting Monday. We're going to give you six grand. And, um, we know you're losing eight paychecks because you're going to not get paid you know, the first three months of the year, the first quarter of the year, but we're going to drop you six grand right now um, and your last two paychecks and you're going to leave at the end of the month. 
She's like, all right. And, um, you know, it's Monday, Wednesday, we're going to have a formal meeting. And um, she's like, okay. So at this meeting should potentially be eight people. And of the eight, three already know, which is the director, the owner, and my wife. Of the other five, two are on vacation. One's brand new, and the other two have been there close to the same amount of time as my wife. My wife's seven years, one six, the other five. So it's Tuesday morning, meeting is Wednesday, and she's like, I don't have a patient, can I talk to you guys? And lets them know what's going on, and um, tells them that she's gonna be leaving. No, no hard feelings, just wanna tell you, I don't, I don't wanna drop a bomb tomorrow, I just wanna tell you, you guys are my friends. 4.30 p.m., she gets text message fired, because after seven years, she's no longer trustworthy, because she told them a day early. Wow, wow. man. Wow. Two Lord, weeks before man. Christmas, two Jeez. weeks before Christmas, and says, hey, you know what? But I love you like a sister. So I said, if that's love, don't love me. Man, so, don't love me. Um, it's, wow. the, it's the typical, right? You can yep. do a lot of things to me, but there's one thing you don't do. Don't mess with my wife and don't mess with my kids. Um, so I said, go get your last paycheck. Go get all your belongings and let's get everything together so that when they Google your name, you essentially are going to show up in every capacity. Twitter, your new practice. LinkedIn, your new practice. Facebook, Instagram, your new practice. Your website, your new practice. Um, so I worked with a company. My buddy is a, a, um, a designer for websites, Patrick. And so he, he worked with me to get everything done. And um, we got the keys to the office. She got fired on December 9th. We got the keys on December 26th. We opened on January 5th. And wow. we opened with only 42 spots open so she could learn her new PCR system and stuff. And she had 36 of the 42 filled before the doors opened. Wow. Um, and now Amen. she's just grown. Um, that's, it. that's it. So she's packed. Um, so what she does is a more naturalistic approach. She believes in the Western medicine about aspects, but she thinks that there's an integrative aspect that works, right? So if you're a walking blood pressure issue, she thinks that you should be on a presser, uh, a blood pressure medication. I'm sorry, not a presser. But what she also believes is that there are supplements that are not that we don't consume enough of certain foods to implement into our body. So there are supplements she wants you to take um, and there are other methods to treatment she wants you to do. Um, and the goal is that in 90 days, she's not refilling your script, but instead it's discontinued because you don't need it because she Listen, doesn't believe in the mentality that there's a pill for every problem. I would love to talk to her a little bit about maybe incorporating craniosacral therapy into that practice. Yeah, I mean, she's if it's a more natural approach, that's what she it's does. It's totally natural. So, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. So, it's yeah, energy healing, it. kind of like Reiki, but hands-on. Yep, and and I mean, that she's wanted more of a natural approach. So her practice is the Restoration Place Clinic, um, and she does bioidentical hormone replacement. She looks at comprehensive lab values. You know, you have that's different awesome. components to your thyroid. Just because one aspect of your thyroid is deficient doesn't mean levothyroxine is going to fix it. I and know, so and it doesn't mean activate. that it's going to be that forever. Correct. And so, if you don't activate other components of your thyroid, the levothyroxine is kind of irrelevant. Um, so agree. she looks at those aspects to make it more comprehensive and more in-depth to make sure that the patient has a good, um, you know, she, she doesn't want every patient to feel like a number. She wants yeah. them to feel like they have a relationship with the provider. So to put it in perspective, a new patient's first appointment with the provider is an hour and a half. Wow. Where do you get That's an hour crazy. and a half with your provider? Nowhere. Never. They have you her know, cell phone. Nowhere. They can reach out. 
Hey, Tony, the, the the biggest thing I gotta say, man, is like you can't cover you in one show. No, <laughs> <laughs> you can't cover Tony in one show. And then if you get Trish talking about you know voodoo medicine, uh, we'll be here. I love forever. voodoo medicine. I know you're very beautiful. I love you. But you don't get two minutes right. Um, All right. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be anyway. Hey, Tony. Like, where can people find you, man? If they need like be, uh, if you need CPR. Uh, advanced cardiac life support, pediatric advanced life support, or anything else that has to do with resuscitation or emergency care, critical care, anesthesia, or any of that. Where can they find you at, man? Yeah, man, they can get me at solutions.com. They can email me at instructor at solutions.com. And if people are looking for some mentorship, some business advice, um, you know, some life advice, they can get me on uh, my um, LinkedIn, which is just linked as Tony Renta. Um, so they can get my info there um, to get some mentorship um, as well, you know, with, with those aspects of it. You know, I'm, I'm here to try and help people be the best version of themselves. I don't have all the answers, but I am committed to helping people find those answers if they need it. And dude, uh, it's a blessing, bro, to have you on the show, man. And like, you know, it's one of those things that that uh, is a uh, is life changing for me, man. Like you, you know, like I, I told uh, Rocky today, and I told Trish, I was like, you know, having Tony on the show is like, you know, it's amazing to me because it's just it it it. I'm a lot of what I am today. I do I do owe to you, man, and I do appreciate your the the help and the advice you have given us up to this point, man. And uh, you know, like I tell you, when when uh, Robbie fires me from this company <laughs> which is going to happen robbie's going to can me and he's running going to run this company and uh it's uh I, i'm leaving one phone number left behind and that's going to be yours that's you know, it that's yeah, it yeah tony's number when robbie fires me and him and, yes him and handsome andy are running the company so I think that's a great idea <laughs> and anything i can do man i'm always going to be here to support you man so i'm happy you know i'd love to come back on the show and have some oh, more conversation can, can, um, we, can, can we like, have you live yes because i like i need to feel your energy in the in this oh, room it's 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 un- unbelievable and you, you know, but tony man he's responsible he had a scratchy throat he didn't want to get you sick for real so, thank we you tony. appreciate that that's so it. much tony you know hey tony that's it. Uh, you never know so Throw, make sure you're up. Are you yeah. ready for your booster? <laughs> I'm ready for my booster. I'm just saying. You don't want that. Com- you don't want that. You don't want that smoke with me. Yeah, you don't want to start that <laughs> shot with Tony. <laughs> so, hey, Tony, what's your wife's? Uh, uh, what's your wife's clinic again? Make sure everybody gets. Yeah, that. hers is the the Restoration Place Clinic. So she's www.trpclinic.com, um, and that's where people can subscribe, get info, and then get on that mailing list. You know, she sent out some stuff that's like uh, some COVID, pro- not necessarily COVID protocol stuff, but more immune boost, like things you can do. You know, it's, in it's, essence, it's, it's kind of like, don't just couple and, and blanket everybody. Don't tell everyone that the vaccine works, but you can have McDonald's. Why don't you tell them the vaccine works and tell them other supplements to put in their you mean body? I can't to make have them- McDonald's every day for every meal? No. Chicken nuggies? No. Damn it. No, it doesn't. No, it's gonna. It's not going to do well. <sighs> I did not going to do well. That hardest. That heart attack gonna get you if COVID oh, don't. Yeah, it <laughs> <Hey>. will. <laughs> One more time, Tony, that so we can make sure people hear. It. Oh, I have it on there. Yep. And uh, trpclinic.com. Yep. And we just, that's it. You know, and oncalltrainingsolutions.com. You know, man. Yeah, you like, gotta you gotta fix the solutions. You did soul. Oh yeah, soul solutions. Oh, hey. 
<laughs> my man's had, my man's had a little like bit too much. It's like coma panning. Yeah. Tony, <laughs> we, you know, like, we that's have a hilarious. bunch of signs that say um, the rescue coma panning. Yeah. One. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and you know what? In the in the defense of me, that I'm the dyslexic guy, I'm not the guy that ordered those signs. <laughs> I, I did not order them either. Yeah, it was a guy, another person saying. ordered them. <laughs> hey, uh, you know. Although gonna... I did order. Um... I'm sorry, Tony. I've had a couple of drinks. How, how, how does that look? There right you there? go. It looks, it looks beautiful. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, hey Tony, man, I do appreciate you uh, coming on, man. I appreciate all the advice and, and thank you uh, so much for being here, Tony. And uh, yeah, thanks. I, mean, you I, I appreciate the invite. And I got like eight people yeah. that need strokes, so we're gonna have to be back for that. You know, eight that's it. Let me know whatever I can do. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, uh, we'll, uh, we'll work on a about? date for me to come back. Yes, sir. And, and Tony, I, I, I hit you, you tell up. us when you're ready. I we'll hit make you it up happen. Via, via Facebook because I would love to have you on with us out of chaos. Like, <laughs> I, like, I'm sorry for poaching your guests on your oh, show. Oh, no. No. Poach like, him away. I, I want to have him on, on, on chaos. Uh, hey, do you, we get to guest host? You, poach you know what? How about you guys control the show and <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just sit in the corner and, and drink, poach, uh, drink a jacket. You poach him away. Okay. You poach him away because it's like you, you only got like, you got like, like 4% of what this dude can do. <laughs> hey, that four percent was good enough for me. Like, hey, I, I want more. I was uh, Tony. I don't know if you remember this, but I was talking to Tony about like this, like num. I was stuck on these number things, and like I called Tony. And I was like, "Hey, man, I got this thing going on." And and Tony talked to me, and I called Josh right away. About I was like, numbers. It was a thing me and Tony were talking about, and like I and I called Josh right away. I said, "Tony solved the problem in like eight minutes, where it took you two weeks to try to give me an answer." <laughs> That's it. My job is to analyze and do what I can to help. Yeah, I, I like to look at things from a practical approach. I've been blessed to have a lot of experience in a little bit of time. And, you know, I, I have what I find to be like a gift of, of discernment where I can figure things out and kind of like work through them and kind of help people. Sometimes yeah. I got to get That's better awesome. about taking my own advice, which is kind of nice when people <laughs> give me advice and I don't have we to think about it. We can't ever take our own advice. I always no, tell Jason no. he's got three eyes, the, your two and his one. <laughs> <laughs> but absolutely, I mean, I enjoyed it. I'm glad to be on here. I'd love to drop some more info and have conversations. Like that would be said, wonderful. I'm not, I'm not an arguer of opinion. I like to talk facts, and I like I to kind of opinion. find individual aspects. I got some opinions, and I here's the thing. I don't mind dropping my opinion, but I can literally support my opinion with the best of them. I'll just tell you right now, with the way the world is going, I, can, I have multiple tabs saved that are all political science degrees, um, and that might be what you see me moving into. This man has a very particular Ooh, set of skills. Oh, dude, it's unreal, man. That's uh, you're my president. Are you going to run for president? He's my president. <laughs> they're, they're, I think a big portion of this nation needs a Huckleberry, and I might Agreed. need to be it. Hey, Can I didn't be even, our Huckleberry. I didn't even get into Tony's uh, haircut idea. We're gonna do that next time. <laughs> you got that, baby. Fade medic. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hey, brother, I appreciate it, man. But before you let it go, before you let it go, Tony, what is your final thought before you get out of here? Man, are you going to give me a topic, or am no, I supposed no. to run with this? Whatever like you want to talk about. Your, your final thought as you're leaving as the road returns. All right. So every day you have a new opportunity to make a difference. And as cliche as it sounds, 
If you have the opportunity to change someone's life, do that. Because if it was your last day on this earth, know that you made someone's day better, even if your day was about to be worse. So if that means you let someone in that you are rightfully pissed off is cutting the line in a, at a light. If you grab the tab on somebody's coffee, if you open the door for someone, if you send a family member a text message that says you're thinking about them, or you send a spouse something that says you love them, or you express something to someone who means something to you, take that opportunity each and every day and treat it as if it was your last opportunity. I love that. Love it. Man, I appreciate that. You can't end the show better than that, brother. You can't. You that know. was phenomenal. Appreciate it, Tony. Thank you, Absolutely, y'all. You guys have a good night. I'm going to have my whiskey nightcap and call it an evening, yeah. but I appreciate the opportunity. <laughs> this was an opportunity for me. So I really do yeah. appreciate you and you know the invitation and and the pursuing to try and get me to, to get on here. Um, and absolutely the next time, hopefully in the next few weeks or month or so, back um, live, it'll be brother. live and I can come be there with you guys. That'd tell, be awesome. And tell your beautiful wife, thank you for sharing you for the night, yep. man. Thank you so much. Absolutely. You guys have a great night. Stay safe. All right, man. Bye. And as the rotor turns, that's I, how we finish. I will say that like um, the last couple of days in the ER, like I have had that opportunity. Like, yeah, you made a difference. Welcome back to what you were meant to do. You, you passed the five-year mark, and I'm not even going to start on that. <laughs> but you passed the five-year mark in that emergency Five-year mark of what? In the Working in the ER? It, I mean, it's been like 16 years. Well, baby, the whole point is if you pass that five-year mark. I know. You don't ever leave. You're ridiculous. I did, I did leave for a little while. Yes. And I'm back. Brother's still proven right. And he's an imbecile, but like, he's still proven right. Like yeah. the man wrote a paper that needs to be published that he was proven right. And as the rotor turns, hey man, y'all go fuck yourselves. I love you. I love you. Bye.